Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. All right, joining us now is a guy who's been tracking this. And I, and I read uh, his latest article, and I was very impressed by it, which is why you're going to see him. His name is Dr. William Doyle. He is the research director for the Caesar Rodney. Caesar Rodney is one of the founding fathers, uh, a Delaware guy, uh, Election Research Institute in Irving, Texas, from where Dr. Doyle joins us. Caesar Rodney, huh? I mean, you and me, we know him, but not a lot of other people. They go, Caesar Rodney? I mean, is he a Roman emperor? Yeah, important man. He actually showed up in person to vote. Yeah, and he's a Delaware guy. I don't know if he liked right. Biden very much. Okay, um, <clears throat> very specifically, I've been saying from the jump that the Zuckerberg infusion of $400 million into five states has been unexplained. It is dangerous. What say you? I think the the Zuck Bucks thing that by which he funneled um, $332 million through the Center for Technology and Civic Life and about $75 million for the Center for um, Election Innovation and Research. It is the big story of the 2020 election, in my view. And we've been reporting on that and analyzing that for the last two years. And let me stop um, you. That story has not been reported. I'm one of the few journalists who even raised it. It's been totally blanked out. Now, from your article, I'm going to make this interview easy for you. You believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that a lot of this money was paid to people in cities like Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Detroit, to go into nursing homes, elderly apartments, give these people votes, help them fill the votes out for Biden, take the votes to a so-called drop box where they were reported late into the evening and through the election to Biden. Do I have it? You have it roughly correct. I mean, they funneled all this money into these election offices, basically commandeered them and used them for get out the vote efforts for Joe Biden using practices like the ones you just described. Yes. Is that illegal? That's the problem. It's it seems to be an illegal an illegal gray area, but it should be illegal. It is illegal, I think, in 31 states now. 
it's like nobody could see this coming. And when it started happening, nobody really even knew about it until late in the summer of 2020. Nobody really knew what to make of it or what to do about it. Now, some of the things that were that were done in connection with that money, I think, were illegal. Um, electioneering. Um, there might have been misappropriation of money because all this $330 million funneled into um, local election offices with no accounting oversight is, is really a mess. And for example, in Wisconsin, when the um, Wisconsin Election Commission gave permission, gave people permission to fill out mail-in ballots with the um, with the qualification that they were disabled, that they were not able to make it to the polling place. Um, that was illegal. So Yeah, so the people brought <laughs> the ballots in rather than sending them in the mail, which you're legally, the, the states can do, if you petition, look, I need a, a mail-in ballot because I can't walk. So send it to my address, I'll fill it out and send it back. That's not what happened in a lot of cases. These highly paid people got the ballots, brought them in, and then said, well, the people were disabled, but there was no proof to that, correct? Right, right. As a matter of fact, people in Wisconsin were encouraged to use fear of catching COVID as, a, as an excuse for disability um, so that they wouldn't have to vote in person. And obviously that's, that's illegal. Furthermore, the, I, I believe the Wisconsin Supreme Court um, after the election, judged that those ballot drop boxes that CTCL money was used to pay for were illegal. So every ballot that was put in a ballot drop box in Wisconsin was technically an, an illegitimate ballot because there the should US never. The Supreme Court wasn't challenged on it and didn't rule on it, which is right. what should have happened. Now, exactly. when you have a system where there's this much money, and again, people are being paid to do this, all right? So there, there are people going out with, an, with ballots, physical ballots, going into people's uh, rooms, apartments, homes, telling the person, this is what you have to do. The person does it, Biden for president. They take the ballot, they put it in a drop box. Those people get an enormous amount of money for doing that, paid for by Zuckerberg, correct? Yes. Exactly. That, that is shocking that that is what we have right now in play in the United States. Some of that is, is mitigated by the states, as you mentioned, but some of it isn't. It's going to happen all over again. You know how much money they spent? You know how much money CTCL spent in Georgia, Bill? $45 million. They spent ten, a little over $10 million in Wisconsin, but Georgia was the number one state. And you saw how hotly contested Georgia was. $45 million, mainly into 10 election offices. Yeah, um, Fulton County. And that's what the Trump people had. Now, if that's a fact, and I believe it is, okay, why didn't Raffensperger and the Georgia Republican authorities flag that all day long? That's a that's the sixty thousand dollar question. They maybe it was because they thought that the CTCL money would not hurt their election chances, and maybe they're part of that faction of the Republican Party that would prefer that Donald Trump was out of the picture so that their hegemony over the party would be supreme.
Um, as you know, there are a lot of, Repu not a lot, but there are some powerful Republicans who would prefer that Donald Trump just went away. Yeah, sure. Um, are you worried, final question, are you worried that this Zuckerberg thing could influence the election of 2024? Are you worried yeah, about that? I'm very worried about it. Um, and here's why. When you spend that much money in um, in building up a kind of shadow election system in 2020, you don't that money's not just poured down a, a sinkhole. It's used to create an infrastructure. It's like building a factory. And that infrastructure can be used in subsequent elections to do the exact same thing that it accomplished in 2020. It may not have exactly the same amount of walking around money that the original scheme had, but I, 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 based on my analysis of what happened in 2022 in Georgia anyway, that residual infrastructure is still alive and well and working to turn out Democratic ballots in those five states. All right, doctor, we appreciate it very much. Keep us posted if you uh, find out more specifics. And again, the Trump uh, campaign has all that information now, and they are going to present the information. I told you this. I read it to the Supreme Court. All right. And so things may happen now, but this is you're not going to get this kind of reportage anywhere else. This is what's in play. So at least the Supreme Court will learn what the doctor learned, what I learned last night, at least the allegations. OK, they'll know that. And I think that's an important thing. You're listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, Contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed-upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield, protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundations Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 
9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Uh, joining us now uh, from Miami, not a bad place to be in January, Mark Penn, who's the chairman of the Harvard Harris Poll, which will have uh, some numbers coming out in the middle of this month. We follow that poll. We believe that poll is uh, responsible. Um, Mr. Penn is a Harvard grad and obviously is working with Harvard now. So uh, do you have any thoughts on the brouhaha that has developed in Cambridge? Well, I think President Gay did the right thing. Her position was really unsustainable at this point between donors, teachers, congressional investigations, and ever-mounting allegations of plagiarism that were really written up extensively by the Harvard Crimson at first. And, uh, and then, you know, more was found. I looked at it, it was pretty convincing that cut and paste was something that uh, she did frequently, according to if you just look at it. So, uh, so I, I think this 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 had to break this way. Uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not the corporate directors, who are mostly you know former Obama uh, administration officials, it's really quite interesting how the Harvard Corporation became mostly Obama appointed officials who appoint themselves. And as a Harvard grad, I always thought the the overseers that we vote for actually had the power. And so I was kind of shocked to learn that that wasn't the case at all. No. What about the, most people don't go to Harvard. They can't go to Harvard. They don't care about Harvard. But this whole thing, as I pointed out in my memo today, influences politics in this country, does it not? Well, look, I, I do think this is a, a, a watershed event here on some big issues that had been brewing. And when I look back at my, my last poll, you know, I had a very specific question, right? I question, do you think, look, everybody in the world heard about this congressional hearing. It's, it's, really, it's really astounding. And 74% and said that presidents who said that calls for genocide on Jews on their campuses are not necessarily a violation of their school code of, con code of conduct. Uh, and harassment policies, because it depends on the context, should they resign, 74% said they should resign. In fact, interestingly, everybody agreed, even younger people uh, who agreed. But but I think that the, the, you know, what I try to do with the poll is really ask a lot of questions that I don't think are asked everywhere. Uh, and I said, look, you know, uh, do you think that identity politics based on race has come to dominate our elite university, 64% agreed with that. And again, 69% of 18 to 24 year olds. But, but the real incredible question to me said there's an ideology that white people are oppressors and non-white people of certain groups have been oppressed. And as a result should be favored today at universities and for employment. Do you support this ideology? 35 oppose at 65. 
But then when I look at 18 to 24, 79% support that ideology. Yeah, because they don't know anything. I mean, they're not out in the real world. They don't see for themselves what's really happening in the marketplace. They live in a dream world where they get a lot of stuff on the internet from the sites that they favor. Let's talk about um, the upcoming, uh, because this is what's going to be on BillOReilly.com and the No Spin News. We are going to have the best election coverage, and you're one of the smartest guys in this arena. So the Iowa caucus is a lock for Trump, as I said last night, because it's full of MAGA people, and maybe Haley will do a little bit better than expected, but that's the last stand for DeSantis. Am I wrong? No, I, I, I think you're right about that. I think that, the, 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 first of all, the Iowa caucus is not really been very predictive on the Republican side. When I looked at this a few months ago, it turned out that the New Hampshire primary is really pretty predictive. Winners of the New Hampshire primary often won the Republican nomination. Uh, winners of the Iowa caucus, because it's a much more conservative evangelical group than right. say in the 23 states where independent voters are gonna be able to vote. And, and so the, the, I, think, I think Iowa is really gonna be DeSantis's last stand or not. And New Hampshire is really gonna be the opportunity for Nikki Haley or not. Well, and let's, let's get on to that. Because I, my reporting shows that there is an organized movement on the Democratic side to have New Hampshire Democrats vote for Nikki Haley to embarrass Donald Trump. A lot of money going in to make that happen right now as we speak. And I do believe that will happen. And the New Hampshire primary will be closer than most people think. Trump will win, but not by a large margin. Whereupon the anti-Trump media will grab that for at least a week and say Trump's weak, Trump's damaged, bump, 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 bump. But it's not a Republican primary. Anybody can vote for whoever they want, right? Well, that, that is right. And especially when there's no Democratic contest. Nobody. Nobody right? to so, go for. So all the but, hate Trumpers are going to vote for Haley. So I say that the New Hampshire primary doesn't mean anything. See, I thought, though, the Democrats were going to tell their people to vote for Trump. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, they fear Trump now. They fear, and that poll I just gave you from The Economist, all right, proves it. They fear Trump because Trump's beating Biden in a number of the swing states. But anyway, I don't think the New, Ham I think the New Hampshire primary means nothing. But wait do you see what the media does. Now, for you, Mark Penn. What is the most important issue in the campaign? What do you think the most important issue is? Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, Grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course 
gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu slash bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu slash bill to register. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Well, there's no question that the voters are saying the most important issue is inflation and the economy, followed by immigration. And in fact, you know, it's really interesting International affairs, despite how how big it is in the news and how, frankly, it's important to me, uh, only 2% or like there's almost no interest in international affairs. No, Americans people living day to day with they paying for necessities. That's number one. And the border outrage is number two. I can't understand how President Biden can risk his entire legacy with the open border policy. I don't know where he's coming from on that. Do you? Uh, I have been completely puzzled that in fact, the administration didn't accept some kind of deal to get the funding they want for Ukraine and Israel in exchange for border protections when he could say, oh, the Republicans dragged me over but most of the swing voters at this point are saying, you know, immigration's a real issue here. I know. This Even the Democrats. The Democrats are screaming, and Biden still won't do anything. It is just one of these historical things that I don't know if it'll ever be clarified. Certainly Biden's not going to clarify it. What about the dissatisfaction within the Democratic Party about Biden? We see, and a lot of this is propaganda, I will acknowledge, from the right wing and the Republicans. They're putting out that Hispanics don't like Biden anymore, that blacks are defecting from him, that the Democratic Party doesn't want him. What is true from your perspective? Yeah, I I have been puzzled by why the, let's call it more Republican-leaning media always tries to pick on Biden and say that the Democrats don't support him. Biden's getting 72% of the primary vote. He's well-liked among Democrats. 
you know, while obviously his polling isn't good and it's going to be a really tough reelection, the truth is Democrats are more consolidated around Biden than I would say even. Well, there's nobody else, though. If you consolidate about there's nobody else. But independents don't like a mark. And, you know, that's the key to the next president. It's the independent vote. They don't like Biden at all. No, uh, they don't. And but the truth is, both Biden and Trump are running, let's call them personal favorables, around 40 percent each. Right. If you look in the electorate, maybe Trump is up to 43, 44 in my poll, which is much higher than I've seen it. Uh, Biden, as he said, is, is around, you know, is, is, if you look at that poll, I think it's a fair poll. So neither candidate is getting a majority support. But this whole talk about Democrats defecting from Biden, not, not really seeing that. And as you said, if they were really defecting, you would have had opposition. He didn't have opposition. No, well, it's a money play. But I think Biden is going to bail for health reasons. And the convention then will nominate someone else. That's my scenario for it. I can't imagine them putting him up again. I just can't. Because it's going to get worse for him. Hunter Biden thing is going to get worse for him. His age is like he's not making a comeback anytime soon. I mean, you and I are old guys, but we're pretty spry. <laughs> he's not. Um, all right, Mark. Mark Penn, I hope you'll check in with us. I know you're really busy, and I, I got to tell the audience, I really appreciate you coming on the No Spin News to tell us about it. Um, and when you put out your new poll, hopefully we get you back and we'll analyze what you found out, okay? Thank you. Right now, we'll, we'll have a new poll sort of towards the later part of the month. But, you know, public opinion hasn't moved months in, much in months. No, right? but with and the Supreme Court making their ruling and more Hunter Biden stuff coming up, I think you might see a little bit of movement, but who knows? Mark Penn, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Here's a gem from the No Spin News Vault. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining us now is former Republican Congressman Peter King. He served for 18 years, served our country for 18 years, and he was the House Homeland Security Committee chair from 2011 to 2013. So in, in these committees, we've seen partisan displays Almost every time there's something investigated. Best is Brett Kavanaugh, which was a disgraceful expedition. Do you think that this Afghan stuff is going to be partisan with the Democrats in charge? It will be partisan, but the four chairmen you're talking about there are among the more normal Democrats, if I can put it that way. It's not going to be, I hope, uh, uh, not similar to the uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh extravaganza that went on. That was just a disgrace. Uh, thank God it's not Adam Schiff and he's not uh, involved. 
or Betty Thompson, the Homeland Security Committee, they'd be much more uh, partisan. But what is important here is they, it, I hope the chairman themselves, Jack Reed also, he's a West Point graduate, he's a pretty dedicated guy, that they have some leverage here or they have some leeway in which way the uh, committees are going to go. It could well be that Chuck Schumer is going to control the Democratic hearings or the Senate hearings and Nancy Pelosi the, uh, the House hearings. And they can do that with pressure. They can just uh, sort of you know, you know, uh, put their foot down and put limitations on how long the, the hearings are going to go, how many witnesses can be called. And generally, the majority party calls two of, three, two of the three witnesses or three of the four witnesses, depending on how many panels you have. So you can stack the uh, uh, investigation in a way that it can cover up what's happening. And then in that case, it's really up to the Republicans to do their work. And in the time available to them with their questioning, that they really ask tough questions. And they, it's not just enough to ask questions that day, like if Blinkley's out there or Secretary Austin, you know, they can filibuster and they can, uh, you know, during a three-minute or five-minute uh, question and answer session, they can uh, run out the clock. So it's important to have research done beforehand, have sources in the Defense Department, in the State Department, people who know what's going on in the White House and find out what Joe Biden knew, when he knew it. Did he ever approach this with an open mind? Or did he just come in and tell his people, I want us out of uh, Afghanistan no matter what? Did he ever consider, for instance, maintaining a, uh, a small base of operations out of Afghanistan? Did he ever consider extending the time? And instead, uh, it, it appears if, as if he put pressure on the Afghans to move more quickly and to put a more rosy picture on it that was really happening. So a lot's going to depend on the Republicans in the minority. I think Menendez and Reid will be reasonably fair in the uh, uh, Senate. Greg Meeks, I know him fairly well. They're going to be un un under uh, pressure. And also Adam Smith of the four of them is probably the guy who would be considered most pro-military, if you will, uh, a pro-strong uh, uh, national defense. But it's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, I can't and, imagine the Democrats throwing Biden under the bus, trying to hurt Biden. Um, I, I just can't imagine it. So uh, the, even the witnesses that are going to be called, are you telling me that only the Democrats have the power to name the witnesses they want, or do the Republicans, they can call one? Is that what you said? Generally, the way it's done is if there's going to be four, it depends on how many panels, how many series of witnesses, but usually one-third or one-quarter of the witnesses can be called by the minority party. I think what the Democrats are going to try to do is obfuscate and create this equivalence between Donald Trump and, and Joe Biden, and they're also going to go back probably to George W. Bush, and they're going to try and make this just one big confusing situation. And yeah, Joe Biden wasn't perfect, but he made the best of a bad situation. I think right. that's what they're going to try and say. Not give an outright defense. They're going to say, but the poor guy, he made the best of a terrible situation that he was left. Now, if you lie before the committees, that's a felony, correct? Yes, it is. Yeah. All right. So, but you don't have to answer a yes or no question, even if the Republicans do research and do have facts. You can ask a question to, I don't know, Blinken or whoever is there. And Blinken doesn't really have to answer it. Um, it's not like me interviewing you. If you don't answer, I can come in and, you know, browbeat you on the air. They can't do that, right? Well, they can try, but then their five minutes will run out. And then, then you know, the time will go over to a Democrat who will try to rehabilitate Blinken. So now, generally, a clever witness can run out the clock. And if he doesn't want to give an honest answer, uh, but not necessarily give a dishonest answer. He can uh, put out a confusing message and he yeah. can delay it, use a lot of big words. And, uh, and then they say, you know, time's expired. That's bloviating.
Um, there you go. Uh, I don't know whether you saw the interview last night that we did with Senator Lieberman, um, but it was quite something because he's a very knowledgeable guy, a Democrat, and but he knows as much about the world as anyone. And his uh, point of view on Afghanistan is, a, you know, 180 degrees opposite the president's. But the thing that I asked him was, you know, Joe Biden for decades, you served with Biden, you were friendly with Biden. OK, is he a diminished man? And Lieberman said, yeah. Do you see that? I mean, I, you don't know Biden as much because you're in the House. But I, I think that this is getting to be a crisis as far as his ability to actually do the job as president. Yeah, let me say two things. First of all, Joe Biden, you cannot get a more honorable, decent, or straightforward guy with no rancor or malice at all than Joe Biden. He's absolutely, probably the best person I met in the whole 28 years I was down in Congress. That's number one. Number are you two. talking about Biden or are you talking about Lieberman? Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Joe Lieberman. I'm yeah, sorry, Joe Lieberman. you said Biden, so oh, I, meant, okay, I, just, Joe Lieberman. I just saved yeah. your butt now, Congressman. So you're absolutely. talking Thank about you. Joseph Lieberman, not Joe Lieberman. Joe Biden. Go Joe ahead. Lieberman is, is honest and, uh, in fact, more honest and has more uh, class and quality than anyone I ever met in Congress. Uh, now, as far as Joe Biden, uh, Joe Biden, uh, I didn't know him obviously as well as Joe Lieberman, but uh, did, but I met him a number of times. And yeah, I, I always felt that even though sometimes he would say some flaky things or whatever, but he was pretty sharp. He, uh, his, his eyes were sort of penetrating. He, he would look at you when he was talking. And now he has that sort of vague look in his eye and he seems to be wandering. And uh, no, I think, listen, I, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, but I definitely think that Joe Biden has, has slipped. And, you know, the level of it we'll have to look at, but no, he has he's definitely slipped. Do you have any information or opinion on who is the real power in the White House right now? I'm only going on secondhand information. I've heard Susan Rice may have much more uh, in, uh, impact than she uh, should. And she, of course, will be very close to the Obamas. So you, maybe you can add up, you know, two and two there and get four. Hopefully it's not two and two, it's five. But I mean, it's, uh, uh, I, I don't think Blinken really is that in, influential. No. Uh, so I, I don't know who it is. I mean, uh, you know, Ron Klink is the chief of staff. He's, uh, I think it's Ron Klink, Ron Klein. He's always, uh, he's a pretty able guy. But I, I don't know with, with, with uh, uh, President Biden, even like in Afghanistan. I mean, everything he said has been wrong from the beginning. And uh, listen, he could have a, a, a policy I can strongly disagree with if he has coherent reasons for it. That's his prerogative as president. I just feel he's uh, just, you know, just running loose here. Okay, Congressman, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much for helping us out. And you can hear the Congressman on WABC Radio. Uh, I interact with him there sometimes. And uh, very nice of you to help us out, Congressman. We'll talk again. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.